You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along on today's show, recapping day four at SEC Media Days. Missouri, Arkansas, and Auburn closing things out. We'll give you the best of what they had to say. Also, we'll sit down with Missouri head coach Eli Drinkwitz to find out what year one in the SEC was like for him as he prepares for next season. We'll also catch up with Arkansas linebacker Grant Morgan, just a tackling machine with the Razorbacks. And we'll catch up with Auburn linebacker Owen Papo, find out what he's been, uh, what it's been like so far getting to know Brian Harson and Derek Mason as new D.C. I'm Chris Gordy. Be sure to follow Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcast. You get the latest episode of the show as soon as it comes out each and every day. And, yes, we are back to five days a week. Quick reminder, next Thursday night, check out the Locked on NBA Draft show brought to you by Built Bar. They will be doing a live uh, YouTube broadcast of the NBA Draft with Chad Ford and others. Check that out. All right, day four at SEC Media Days, the final day we had a great week this week so far uh, today. Missouri, Arkansas, and Auburn taking their turns at the podium. So let's recap some of it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. What a catch. Around the conference. And we start with Missouri head coach Eli Drinkwitz. Asked about not really having a rival, really. But he sent a message with some comments about Arkansas. It doesn't seem like uh, Mizzou really has a rivalry uh, in the conference. If Oklahoma joins the SEC, um, would you be excited to kind of rekindle that rivalry? I, I kind of like the rivalry we got with Arkansas. I mean, I don't remember the last time they beat us, so I, I kind of like that one. And the battle line rivalry, I mean, it's pretty good for us. Next up, Arkansas head coach Sam Pittman asked about NIL deals, recruiting, and staying relevant on social media. Because I'm a big guy, I am who I am, you know. Um, so, um, but you have to stay relevant, you know, and it's difficult. You know, I, I don't have, I've got an Instagram account, but I'm, I don't have to get on it. You know, uh, Twitter, I'm pretty good at Twitter. I don't tweet much, but I'm pretty good at reading, you know. And so uh, our assistant coaches, our young guys, they kind of teach me some of that stuff, you know, a little bit more. And. Um, but to stay relevant, it's, you know, really just trying to find out from the kids what's important. And, and then if it's important to them, then it's damn sure important to me. And then that, that's when I learn the best. Lastly, new Auburn head coach Brian Harson comments on the SEC motto and kind of admiring them from afar in his time at Boise State. I'm proud to be here in the SEC. Uh, when you drive up here and it says it just means more, I really believe that. And that was something from afar, being in the Mountain West and being at Boise State. And go back to uh, this last season during COVID, when everyone was trying to figure out a way to play. As I sat back there as a coach in another program, I really felt that. You know, the SEC's got it figured out. It does mean more. And so uh, I'm honored to be at Auburn University. Uh, I'm proud to be here in the SEC and to be a part of this conference and to represent our program. There you have it. That is around the conference. Now, the big news of the past 24 hours, possible SEC expansion with potentially Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC. I was able to catch up with Paul Feinbaum for a few minutes to get his thoughts on the expansion. 
catching up with the one and only Paul Feinbaum. Paul, we missed you at karaoke last night. We had your name on the list, but you didn't show. Yeah, I've done it once or twice, and uh, I've been, uh, I got, uh, other than SMU, I've been given the death penalty. <laughs> we had you down for Justin Bieber, but didn't work out. <laughs> your thoughts when you hear the news that <laughs> SEC may be adding Oklahoma and Texas? My goodness. Um, I think it's... It's a bombshell. Yeah, there's no getting around it. Uh, it's one of the biggest stories I've ever seen in the SEC. And right now, I would, I think it's likely to happen. Why? Why would Texas and, and Oklahoma? Let's just start with Texas. In, in my mind, like, why? You have the Longhorn Network. You you have, you know, presumably an easy road. Get past Oklahoma, you're you're winning the Big Twelve. You're in the playoff. Why make it harder on yourself? Well, it's about money. And, you know, there's a lot of diminishing returns, and I don't think they're getting it done. The Big 12 is not a, good, it's not a very good league. And I, I think Texas sees a horizon. And this is, I mean, it's not only Texas and Oklahoma right now. I think there are a lot more schools at play. If this happens, obviously the word super conference gets thrown around. Is this, I mean, this is going to change the entire landscape of, of college sports as we know it. But, I mean, What's next? Is this is this a separation from the NCAA? What, what, how do you see this going? Yeah, I think everything's on the table. Uh, I, 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 I think you'll see super conferences. I think you'll see that. Now, when? I have no idea. I mean, we're talking compl- complicated issues. But uh, the end of what we currently see is, is gone. I mean, it's, it's all blown up now. Adding those two schools just... The, the history and the pageantry, I mean, that, that would be tremendous, right? Just from a standpoint of being on campus, tailgating, all that kind of stuff that goes with it. Yeah, no, I mean, we're, uh, we're talking about two of the top ten brands in college football. That again, Paul Feinbaum. When we return, we're going to sit down with Missouri head football coach Eli Drinkwitz. That's next. This episode brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why would you go there for them to look up everything on their computers, and when they don't have it in stock, they got to order it themselves? You can do that at home. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when you use Rock Auto. They are a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore them and their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you're right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. Welcome back to the show. Rolling along here from SEC Media Days in Hoover, Alabama. And a pleasure now to be catching up with the head coach of the Missouri Tigers, Eli Drinkwitz. How are you, sir? Man, I'm doing great in uh, Birmingham, spreading the love and the message of Mizzou. It's always a great time. Last year, obviously, a, a difficult year uh, with everything you had to uh, go through and that sort of thing. And um, I think some, some really big ups, some downs, that sort of thing last year. What do you make of your first year in the SEC? I think we exceeded the expectations that I think the outside and even internally I think people had for us to, to finish 5-5, five and five, beat the defending national champs, 
uh, beat Kentucky for the first time in five years, avenge a loss to Vandy, win the two trophy games. A lot of great momentum there. Um, but we didn't meet the standard of what we want to do. We want to compete for championships, and, and we've still got a ways to go in order to compete with the upper echelons of Georgia and Florida. We played with them for a half, but a half don't get it done. So we got to continue to recruit better, develop better, coach better, um, and that's what we're looking for is to see that growth. How much of the gap can we close? It's not going to be – you know, immediate. It's going to take some time. Uh, Coach Smart and, and Coach Mullen have a couple year head start on us, um, but we're working every day to close that gap. What'd you make of uh, your quarterback, Connor Basilak? He had some really, really good moments last year. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's a guy who we really settled into him being our starter, came in in a really tough situation, did the very best he could in every game, uh, has got some, some huge upside. He's continued to lean into his growth and maturity as a quarterback and, and uh, excited to see how much growth he shows early in the season. Running back Larry Roundtree had some special moments last year. How do you replace a Larry Roundtree? Yeah, I mean, we replace him with a guy who's who's explosive himself and Tyler Beatty, a guy who in the games that we won played a, a major role. And so he's going to be a feature for us, a guy that we have to find the way to get the ball to uh, more than we did last year. And, and he's got a different skill set, but a skill set that's, that's worked very well in our offense in the past, whether we're talking about Darrington Evans or Naheem Hines or Jimmy McNichols. Uh, Matt Days, he's a guy that fits into that mold, but all of those guys are NFL players, and, and hopefully he's a guy that can have that kind of season and, and, and launch him into his future. Missouri's had some really good defenses throughout the years. What do you like about this defense this year? Well, we made a change and in, in, in have Steve Wilkes um, uh, leading our charge. We're going to be more of a four-down front. We will be multiple at times, but we're going to base – I'm going to be a single-gap vertical rush defense. Um, like the ability for us to mix up zone and man coverage, uh, identify gaps, pound gaps. Um, and so, you know, we've got a lot of guys coming back on the defensive line. That's going to be the strength of our team. We've added some transfers to, to continue to bulk up that defense. And, and uh, you know, we've got a tough challenge ahead of us. This is becoming an offensive league in a hurry. And so we've got to continue to prove on the defense side of the ball. And I, and I like where we're going. You got a guy who was an NFL head coach just a couple years ago. I mean, that's, do you, that, I don't think you can understate that, Steve Wilkes. No, I mean, we've got two former NFL head coaches on staff. You got Steve Wilkes and you got Scott Linehan. Um, I think there's only one other school in the, in the country that has two former NFL head coaches on their staff. And so, you know, we want to surround ourselves with the best minds in football. And certainly those guys got a lot of experience and wisdom. And, and we're, we're uh, looking forward to them both making huge contributions to us. Continuing our conversation with Missouri head coach Eli Drinkwitz, what was the biggest thing you learned last year and the first year in the SEC? Well, I learned it's a tough conference, but uh, I think the biggest thing is is the lines of scrimmage. You got to be, you got to win the lines of scrimmage, whether it's in recruiting or or uh, in player development. Uh, each week, there's going to be quality players on both sides of the line of scrimmage that are going to dictate how the game is going to be played. And if that's a point of, of strength for you, the game gets a little bit easier. And if it's a point of weakness, you're going to have a lot more headaches throughout the game. How much are you looking forward to having a packed home stadium and a home crowd and an atmosphere this year that can really create a difference? You know, I think our team has done an a outstanding job of, again, increasing in, uh, the expectations, working hard, doing things the right way, engaging the community. I think our staff is doing a tremendous job of recruiting at a high level, um, providing the fan base with excitement. And now it's going to be up to our fans to, to really show us that, that they're excited about Mizzou football. We need those guys in the stands, those ladies in the stands. We need them to, to engage in buying season tickets and buying tickets. 
um, and, and truly give us a home field advantage at Memorial Stadium and Faroe Field. Um, it's time for Mizzou football to, to get back to where it was, and we need those fans to, to reinvest in our program. Okay, by the same count, what's it going to be like going on the road in some very hostile environments this year with packed crowds? Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the areas of emphasis that everybody's going to have to look at in training camp is what's your noise plan because you haven't, haven't engaged in that opportunity in a long time. And, and obviously we know that the SEC is going to have the largest venues and the, in, in, uh, in, in the loudest fans. And so that's something we got to plan for and make sure that we get ample practice time at. When you look at uh, the schedule, how – like it, I mean, you, you can't change it. It is what it is. But what do you make of how your schedule sets up for you guys? Yeah, the only person who can change schedules is Mark Womack. So I don't <laughs> think we'll get that changed anytime soon. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I like the way it says up. I see opportunities for us. And, uh, you know, we got to take this thing one at a time. We got open with a very difficult Central Michigan, Michigan team. They got an outstanding coach who's won a national championship as an offensive play caller and, and has been in the SEC championship as a head coach. Um, so we got our hands full early. Big theme this week is just, you know, everybody's talking return to normalcy. Does it feel good to kind of get back to return to normalcy? You guys didn't have this this year. This is your first time getting able, being able to talk in front of the, the entire SEC media and that sort of thing. But is it good to kind of be getting back to a little bit of normalcy? I have no idea what normal is anymore. I just take it one day at a time, keep moving forward the best I can, and, and uh, whatever it is, we attack it. All right, Coach Eli Drinkwitz, off the football field. What are, you, what are you doing when you're not focused on football? I raised four girls. I've got four daughters, Addison, Emerson, Ella, and Parker. They're 11, 8, 4 in, in about 20 months. So I don't really have time for anything else other than coach football and raise girls. You, get, uh, you guys have to watch TV or movies, though. What, like, what's the most recent thing you guys watch? Netflix, Hulu, whatever. Boss Baby. Okay. It's pretty popular right now in my house. My four-year-old's got a birthday coming up, and so we're really into some princesses. Uh, I don't spend a lot of time watching TV. Uh, watched a little bit of the NBA Finals, but uh, I uh, come home and hang out, use the swimming pool, go on walks with them. But uh, I don't, I don't really. I'll smoke a nice cigar every once in a while. If you want to, anybody <laughs> wants to send me a box of Trinidad's, I'm all for that. But yeah, that's about it. Did you memorize the the? Lyrics to Frozen, I'm sure that was playing your house a lot. I don't know them by heart, but if, if the song came on, I could probably get after it. <laughs> Let it go is the big one. Uh, last thing for you, what, what do you like most about Como and, and settling in, in, in Missouri? I think the people. I, I think the people make the place. Uh, Como's got a, a passionate fan base. They've got uh, great people that care about the community. Met with the mayor yesterday and trying to figure out great ways to, to – to bring back the energy to Furrow Field. Um, we, we got excellent administration as far as our president and athletic director. And so, um, you know, I think the people are what sets Como apart. Um, Coach Eli Drinkwitz, thanks so much for the time, man. Great to meet you. Yeah, thank you, M-I-Z. We'll be back right after this. Bet online, still the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA, whatever it is, including college football and NFL right around the corner. Head on over to Bet Online. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as baseball goes down the stretch, and you can get into it when you head to their website. Use your mobile device. Sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet online. They're your online 
sportsbook experts. Final day on Radio Row here at SEC Media Days and Arkansas in the house and a guy who is a tackling machine sitting down with us, Grant Morgan, linebacker from the Arkansas Razorbacks. How are you, man? I'm good. How how about you? Doing good. Uh, I was surprised when I saw the news that you you said you, you were coming back for another year and wanted to do this thing again and a bunch of your teammates said they were coming back for another year. What made you decide to come back and play another year? I think the the pure fact of just how Coach Pittman runs his program and the way he does the things that he – like how he acts, the way he comes every single day to work, um, it really was testimony to me. Um, I treated last year when we found out we had the COVID year, I treated it like it was a junior year. So when I decided I am going to look at my draft grade, I was going to look at everything, it was a fifth through seventh round draft grade. So I decided, you know what, why not come back another year? I can really help this team. I can really – we can do something really special, hopefully – Win a lot more games, so that's what we're. That's what I want to go for. And why not play for a better defense coordinator than Barry Odom and Coach Pittman? Six years on campus. You must know the thing backwards and forwards by now, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's <laughs> definitely been long, but I, I loved it. It's it's a beautiful place to be. What do you like about Coach Odom? Because uh, everybody you talk to says, "Man, I'll, I'll die for that guy." Like he he's a great coordinator. He got the best out of you guys. What do you like about Coach Odom? Um how passionate he is, um, how passionate, how purposeful he is. What he does is very intentional with everything he does. And the way he does it is just you can tell he, he means everything he says. Um, and the, we haven't had that. And, like, the way we have that, like, now with him and Pittman and Browse and Fountain, like, we do things the way they're supposed to do because we we want to. We want to do it for those guys who are above us. And uh, Coach Odom is just one of those guys who you can always look for. Uh, you can Like, I called him last night and we talked for a little bit when he was out with his family at the lake enjoying a night off. So, like, I called him. Like, we just talk. Like, that's just how he is. Like, he doesn't care what he's doing. He'll talk to you. Like, he'll always be there for you. So, that just right there shows you what kind of guy he is. It's easy to see why he's such a great uh, recruiter, right, when you when you get to know him. Yeah. Um, what is it about him? I mean, is he, he just good at fostering those relationships with people and just, you know, makes you want to play for him? Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's just the – he he's a genuine person, so he um, he doesn't need to fake anything. I guess you could say, and um, the way he does it is just a different. It's just a different animal where it's not like it's just in himself. Like that's yeah. honestly like when he's himself and he does his own thing every single day, or when he does the same thing every single day. Like you know what to expect. You know how you're gonna get with him when you talk to him. So it's. It's really cool to see how he is and how he is with everybody. Let's talk a little bit about the team. I mentioned you coming back. Bumper Pool, still the best name in, in, in college sports, in my opinion, coming back. Um, you guys, are, you bring back so many guys. It's got to feel like, man, we're, we, we were gelling as it was last year, but it feels like go take that next step and be even better this year with all the guys you got back. Yeah, for sure. I think the way that we can do is we can build off last year and be able to continue to grow. Like We have 10 guys returning starters on defense and uh, nine on offense. And the, the one guy we lost was our nose guard, uh, Jonathan Marshall. Mm-hmm. And we have we have we got three grad transfers this year for D line, and we're we're con- we're going to continue like to put people in there and continue to grow with the D line and be able to grow with the linebackers, safeties, everything. So the way we got to do it is be able to grow and trust one of another because I think the most important thing in the SEC is experience. Yeah, uh, that's why when you see these really good teams, uh, they get better as the years go on. Um, so when you see these good teams take better steps and see these good teams, like they usually have the older guys on the team. They usually have guys who've played multiple years. So um, 
it's it's cool to see how many guys we got coming back and to see what kind of trust we have with each other because it's 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 going to be a fun year with uh, how we're playing and how we're uh, building off last year. What did you see out of the offense in the spring and, and throughout the summer as you guys get ready for the season? Obviously, um, KJ Jefferson, uh, you know, has played um, you know multiple times, gotten opportunities to show what he can do. If he indeed is is, is named the starting quarterback, uh, what have you seen out of KJ so far in the spring? Yeah, KJ, he's done really well. Um, I think the one thing he's done is matured a lot. He's taken that step forward into that leadership role and that that starting quarterback role, and it's going to help him. Um, the the thing he played against Missouri and he put up fifty points against them. So like the fact right there, like if someone can say that and watch that game and be like, oh, he still doesn't deserve the starting quarterback job. Like yeah, you got to go earn it. But he's done so well at just being the guy that he's put out there to be, and uh, he's done well at maturing, stepping up. And just doing his job. Like, at the end of the day, like, you don't got to be Superman to run the offense. You don't got to be Tim Tebow. Right. Go, go do your job, and he's done that, and he's done it very well. Would, so. you, have, would you have liked to tackle Tim Tebow? I'd love it. <laughs> I would have loved it. <laughs> well, he, if, he, if he makes the Jaguars, and maybe, maybe you, you know, next level, you may get to, yeah. to, to do that. Um, exactly. What about some of the other weapons on offense? Obviously, uh, Traylon Burks, um, Traylon Smith, uh, both those guys, dynamic playmakers yeah uh burks and smitty like they they are type of guys where you give them the ball and just let them go like you give them the ball let them do it Traylon burks can jump over you and go by you he can do everything that guy is a freak um Traylon smith is a guy he's so like low to the ground you don't realize how twitchy he is <laughs> but then when he goes to hit you you don't realize how much lower you have to go to hit him um and he's a muscle he hits you hard um and what's great about that is you have five guys returning on the offensive line, uh, five starters returning on the offensive line that are going to be – that are helping out both those guys. They're helping out KJ. They're going to put a lot of emphasis on all those other playmakers, but then you get an O-line that's going to be experienced. They're going to communicate very well. Like, they're going to be fine, uh, and they're going to do work hard for those other guys. Uh, I, I guess I should mention that you were you're named a uh, to the award watch list for the Chuck, Chuck Bednarik, one of the – greatest uh, esteemed trophies out there um and I, and I said you're a tackling machine i guess i just didn't realize two not one but two 19 tackle games last year how like what's the day after like are you just soaking yeah. the whole day no yeah it's definitely i'm sore as can be um i'll tell you right now our trainers um our trainers and uh equipment staff our strength coaches like they take care of us they get us in the right stuff to be able to be able to handle everything if we need a certain type of shoes to be able to walk not walk funny the next day then we're getting them so the way that they handle it and the way they do it all is fun but no i'll tell you right now after 19 tackle games i'm, I'm sore i'm not lying about that <laughs> uh what do you make how the schedule sets up for you guys you got a of course a monster game in week two with texas coming to your house night game already announced on espn's gonna be a lot of fun but of course you can't look past them you got rice first and that's kind of that game where you guys need to establish yourself yourself see what kind of team you're going to be for the year but what do you make overall of how the schedule sets up for you guys yeah um i like like everyone said really is like we're we have the number one hardest schedule on the in the in the nation (laughs) yeah but really like we've had that last year too and we're going to have that supposedly next year too like we don't care. We don't. We don't right. really care. We're we're ready to play football. We're ready to put pads on. We don't. We played a ten game SEC schedule last year, like so did everyone else in the conference. So if they can do that, anyone else can do anything. So we can be, continue to grow off last year still, and to be able to show what we can do with this year, and really put whoever on the schedule. Like we we don't 
we don't care. We're not going to tell you we're going to win every game, but we're going to tell you we're going to go try to win every game. We're going to have a chance to win every game. That's our goal. We, if yeah. we want to improve, we got to have a chance to win every single game. Road trips at Georgia, at, at LSU, at Alabama, all going to be really tough, at, and at Ole Miss. Do you have a favorite road venue to play at in the SEC? Um, Alabama's pretty fun to play at. Their stadium, their fans are fun. Um, <laughs> um, I'll tell you right now, when we played LSU at LSU uh, at night, um, down in the swamp. That was, or not the swamp. Uh, sorry, Death uh, Valley. Death Valley. Uh, which, by the way, we did play the swamp too. I'd, yeah. I'd rather play the swamp than Death Valley. I'll just say that Death Valley was a little more intense. Um, so Death kinda, Valley kind of sucks. You don't have Florida back. You'd like to give yeah. them a little payback for what they did to you last year. But no, you don't play Florida I agree. this year. I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, but no, Death Valley is definitely fun to go play at. The the fans are what make that fun. Like yeah. it's it's a it's obviously a historical stadium, but the fans there, like it's fun. How much did that? suck last year not having I mean you had yeah. some fans but yeah. let's be honest it, it didn't feel like yeah. a real SEC game day yeah it that's that's just how to explain it right there like it didn't feel like an SEC game day but thing is is we did enough like if you're playing for the crowds and you're not playing for the right way like you you got to be able to find motivation in yourself to be able to play that game so um I was excited uh when they announced that we're gonna have full capacity back at Fayetteville so I'm, I'm excited to see the 80,000 people strong Talking with a 42-year-old Grant Morgan because he's been at uh, Arkansas forever. Uh, when you're not playing football, what are you what are you doing? Um, I'm married, so I'm hanging out with my wife. Oh, nice. Um, I'm enjoying doing stuff with her. We uh, we I read books as well. Um, I like to read a lot. Um, I like to work out. Um, like to do um, CrossFit. CrossFit's a lot of fun. Uh, what hunt. are you benching, by the way? Because you're just like completely broad chested. What's the bench yeah. at right now? Uh, we did. I did 385. Oof. Yeah. So. Man. Yeah, not amazing. Not no lineman numbers. Oh, no, that's good, though. We're getting there. You, you, you need that when you have 19 tackles in a game. Yeah, you gotta, I know, right? you got to have that. Um, are you a, a movie, TV guy, Netflix, that kind of stuff? Um, I like different types of movies. More of, like, just movies I've probably already seen. What's the last thing you watched? I did watch Space Jam. Oh, did the, you? How yeah, was it? LeBron. It wasn't bad. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It's it's cheesy, like, seeing a big-time athlete up there, yeah. like, kind of – like acting, but so was the Michael Jordan one. That was okay, cheesy too. Well, if you had to pick one, which one's better? Honestly, it really is kind of the exact same thing. <laughs> like it really is just like different twists. Like one was playing golf and got sucked down. One was on social media got sucked down. So, yeah. or on the server net or whatever. But it's <laughs> same thing. <laughs> I love it, Grant Morgan. Best of luck to you, man, this season, and I uh, really appreciate you uh, taking some time with us. Well, I appreciate it. All right, back right after this. Listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford, and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrini and former general manager Ryan McDonough. Our Locked On NBA local experts will make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports podcast music and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Run along here from SEC Media Days in Hoover, Alabama, catching up with different players from all the SEC schools in Missouri, making their visit to SEC Media Days today. One of the best players on the Missouri Tigers this year, defensive lineman Akil Byers, sitting down with us for a couple minutes. Akil, what's going on, man? How you doing, man? It's just a pleasure of being, being here, man. I'm really excited. You look uh, very sharp today. I like. Uh, did you pick out the, the suit? I did. With some help of my mom, you know. <laughs> I got a chance to talk a little bit with your, your head coach, uh, Eli Drinkwitz, and uh-huh. 
first off, I felt really old because he and I are the same age, and uh, that, I don't know why that just made me feel really old. But really? Uh, seems like a really cool guy. What, what was your first impression playing last year under Coach Drinkwitz? Uh, first impression, you know, um, he's a very energetic coach. Um, I truly believe that he's he's a competitor, and that's what I really like about him because I'm a competitor. I love to win, you know, and he loves he loves to win as well. What did you make of the season you guys had last year? You got some, uh, I don't want to say surprise some people, but you won some games that maybe people didn't think you guys could win, especially the, the LSU game, beating the reigning national champs. What, what was last season like for you? Uh, you know, a big thing was, you know, we didn't pay attention to all the the non-fans and all the COVID restrictions and all that. We didn't pay attention to none of that. You know, they were all there, but we act like they, they weren't, and we just put our head down and kept grinding day by day, coming to work every day. You guys, uh, at times, I mean, that defense it, it can be so good. What do you like most about uh, the guys that you have on this defense coming back this year? Uh, I think we have nine returning starters on the defensive side, and I think that is big. You know, usually there are young teams on the, on, on both sides, on either side, and have us having a pretty mature um, defensive side and um, us having returners, it means a lot, you know. Kobe Whiteside, uh, how good is this guy uh, lining up next to you on that D-line? Uh, Kobe, he's big. He's a big frame. You know, he he's a pretty good. You know, he led the team in sacks, and 19, I'm pretty sure. And he, after that, it was a knee injury that stopped him from continuing to play. But um, I'm pretty sure he's he's coming back even harder, um, and ready to ready to get back to work. Connor Basilak, your quarterback, uh, had some some nice moments last year as as a freshman. Uh-huh. What did you see out of him in the spring? And you know, how how much more improved will he be this year? Uh, I see tremendous improvement out of Connor. You know, he's not really a spokes a spokesperson. You know, I didn't see him um, showing a more leadership to the team. You know, his facial expression doesn't change, <laughs> but that doesn't beside the fact that um, he's a great, great QB. You guys had a great running back last year in Larry Roundtree. He's now off to the NFL, but Coach Drinkwood says he's very ex- excited about Tyler ba- uh, Tyler Beatty. Uh, what do you see in him? Uh, I see tremendous. You know, um, he has he has everything you can ask for back. You know, he's fast, quick, quick twitch. You know, gets upfield. You know, um, gets upfield on the point of contact. Still trying to get gain yards. You know, that's that's all you need out of a running back. So um, I'm I'm very excited to see what Tyler Tyler Beatty does this season. What do you uh, make of the schedule? Do you like how it kind of sets up? You guys open with Central Michigan, and very quickly, week two, you're on the road. Uh, going to Kentucky, Kentucky, playing an SEC game very quickly. What do you make how the schedule sets up for you guys? Uh, you know, I, I don't look past the first opponent. You know, I go week by week, day by day. So, um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to play Central Michigan, you know, after this fall camp is over, you know. Um, and after that, I'm looking forward to just going 1-0 each week. You guys uh, get to, to take a, a, a trip, a non-conference trip up to Boston College. I guess it's better get that game in September and not in, like, December when it's snowing. When it's and stuff, snowing, right? right, it's going to be freezing. <laughs> yeah, so the earlier the better. Yeah, well, what about uh, some of the other SEC venues uh, that you guys will go on the road to, at this year? You go, go to Vanderbilt, you go to Georgia, you go to Arkansas. Do you have a favorite road stadium that you've played in yet? Uh, I love playing Georgia. I don't know why. You know, <laughs> usually if it's a night game, it's it's crazy. You know, and I love playing on the stage like that. You know, do you read? I mean, it, you 
try to stay away from the stuff, but, I mean, do you see stuff out there where people – I mean, obviously everybody's expecting Georgia to have a big year. A lot of people are picking them. I mean, if you see and read that kind of stuff, does that kind of motivate you guys and go, look, we think we can beat them? Man, I don't think I know how we can beat all them, all those teams. You know, every team has guys. Um, and, you know, the way, the way we win – when the, way, the way we beat these teams are, are in the off season, So, um, you know, training hard every day, you know, winning those winning those days, you know, that's how we beat those teams, you know. We, we train with an elite edge, you know, and come in to work every day and bust our tail. So that's how we beat those teams in the off season. And then when the season come up and they're, they're on our schedule up next, you know, we're going to prove ourselves. How excited are you to be back in front of a uh, packed Memorial Stadium this year and have all the fans back and uh, – Create that hostile environment that we've known it to be. Um, I cannot wait to see the stadium packed. You know, playing without fans last last season, you know, you had to just block all that out and just, you know, play ball. But um, this season, you know, we have we, we we can feed off the energy of the fans as well, and uh, that is big. So did I rewrite you? You got your degree already, right? So no, sir. I oh, graduated not yet? in December. Oh, okay, cool. So, yes, sir, yes, sir. all right, well, there you go. So, at least you, you, you have to stay a little bit more focused and take care of the schoolwork and do all right, that kind of yeah. stuff. There's a bunch of guys who've, who've come through this week that are like fifth year and sixth year seniors. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you guys doing? It's like, crazy. <laughs> hey, hey, college, college level, hey, it's crazy, man. With the eligibility and COVID year, yeah. red shirts, all that, all that um, adds up. You it's, know? it's nuts. Um, you are uh, obviously a tremendous football player on the field, talking with Akil Byers when you're off the field what what are you doing are you a video game guy oh you know off the field i try to you know get better better my craft you know stretching um rolling out um you know cold tub hot tub anything you know just trying to take care of my body because i I would love to be at the next level play at the next level so um in order to do that you have to take care of your body but like in your downtime what are you doing downtime i'm you you said a video video game game? what do you play uh, 2K, man, Call of Duty. Okay, so this seems a lot like what all the guys do. Not a Fortnite guy, though, right? Uh, no, I leave that to uh, my okay. younger brothers. <laughs> well, Netflix, Hulu, you watching TV shows, movies? Uh, yeah, but I, I, I go to bed. I crash pretty early. You know, I, I love my sleep. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll put anything on and fall asleep on it. What's the last thing you watch, movie, TV series? Last thing, um, I would say Manifest is something new on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. one of the top trending shows out there. Right. Was yeah. it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. It's pretty good. I'll have to check it out. You, you haven't watched Most Space definitely. Jam yet, right? Space, no, I have yeah. not. Okay. Uh, I'm li- <laughs> the reviews have not been great. But, You're right. Because, um, <laughs> you know, it's like 30-year-olds 30, 30 trying to, you know, <laughs> no. It's we've, had a couple, we've had a couple people come out and say no. Forget, no disrespect to LeBron, but the Michael Jordan one is the greatest of all the time. The greatest, yeah. yeah. I, I truly believe that as well. <laughs> Akil, thanks so much for the time, man. Great to uh, uh, meet you and uh, talk about the upcoming season. And best of luck this year, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll be back right after this. All right. NBA Draft Goat Chad Ford, Locked on NBA Draft host Raphael Barlow, and Locked on NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked on NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked on NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 6 p.m. Central. 7 p.m. Eastern. All right, we're going to jump right into it because we've uh, we've got Owen Papo here, Auburn Tigers linebacker. What's going on, man? I'm feeling good, man. <laughs> good Congrats to see you. To be here. Uh, Auburn, the last guys here, but it's all clearing out here real quick. Yeah, yeah. Been a, been a fun week. <laughs> well, let me ask you, what's uh, what's it been like so far getting to know your new head coach, Brian Harson, your new defensive coordinator, Derek Mason? 
uh, just being able to get new guys, you know, being able to adapt to new systems, uh, I think it'll be really, really good for me uh, as far as like going to the next level, being able to show coach that I can adapt quickly and uh, learn new systems. But uh, as far as them as people, man, I love them, man. Great guys, everybody on the team, great staff and men. What do you make of this defense as a whole? You guys, uh, I mean, a really experienced secondary. You got so many guys uh, coming back. You like this defense this year? Love it, man, especially because we have a lot of vets on defense. Um, the way Mason has it set up, man, we're, we're going to be able to have have the opportunity to make a lot of plays and, you know, show our versatility. What about the schedule? You like how the schedule sets up a nice road trip up to, to Penn oh, yeah. State? In oh, there. yeah. That's, that's going to be a big one. <laughs> Do you have a favorite uh, SEC venue that you like to play in on uh, the road? Jordan. Oh, on the road? Um, I like Texas, uh, Texas A&M. I would say it would tie between A&M and uh, LSU. You get pretty loud there, right? Yeah. Um, Last one for you because I know you got to run. Uh, yeah. What's it going to be like having a packed Jordan Hare Stadium back with all those fans this year? Yeah, I'm sure you guys missed that last year. Man, can't wait, man. That was the element of the game that you know we, we dearly missed last year. Uh, just just brings more energy to the game. You know, make, makes you want to play harder. Yeah, it's it, it's just it's the pageantry of, of the tradition of, of SEC football and, and having those fans there. It, yeah, you you missed it last year, right? Missed it a lot, man. Missed it a lot. All right, one last thing. What are you looking forward to most this uh, about this upcoming season? Uh, I mean, obviously. Being a tackling machine like you are, but what's mm-hmm. what's the one thing you're looking forward to most? Uh, personally, man, I, I just feel more confident than I ever have going into the season, man. So I, I really can't wait to you know display my talents on you know full effect this season. Owen Papo, linebacker for the Auburn Tigers. Thanks for the time. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, man. That is just about going to do it for this edition of Locked On SEC. Appreciate you guys for listening all week long. We'll be back tomorrow with more interviews from our week long visit to Radio Row at SEC Media Days. Great stuff. Thank you guys for listening and subscribing. We will talk to you guys tomorrow.